Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nova Scotians have been talking about Boat Harbor and the cleanup for some time. And it was late on Monday afternoon that the province released this update, uh, Boat Harbor Cleanup Update. Nova Scotia Lands, Inc. will remove all sludge material from the Boat Harbor Effluent Treatment Facility Aeration Stabilization Basins. I, what exactly does this mean? Uh, as it says, this is a talk, a discussion about, uh, well, what responsibility Northern Pulp has in this particular instance. And to uh, get some uh, perspective on this, uh, Jamie Simpson is joining this conversation. He is a lawyer with Juniper Law, a law firm that has been known for its environmental work. And uh, Jamie, once again, thank you uh, for for speaking with me today. Uh, Can we start perhaps with uh, just a bit of background where you and the Northern Pulp story intersect? Yeah, so um, I I, I was retained by by several fishing industry organizations uh, based here in Nova Scotia, as well as in Prince Edward Island and New Brunswick to represent their interests with respect to the environmental assessment process that um, that Northern Pulp has been engaged in with respect to their um, their plans to install a new effluent treatment facility, which would essentially replace um, the treatment facility that's been making use of Boat Harbor uh, for the last, what, 50 some years, I believe. Hmm. You know, when I look at this, uh, it says here, Northern Pulp is responsible for removing the top layer of the sludge down to a level from a baseline in 1997. And that has to happen before this goes forward, before they can start the cleanup. And the province is responsible under legislation to pay for some of that. Taxpayers, uh, Nova Scotians, are paying for some of that. But it sounds like Northern Pulp has missed not just one, but perhaps uh, there's a fear they may miss a second deadline. And the province is saying, we're just going to go ahead, we're going to do this work, and we're going to, well, I don't know, I can't get confirmation yet, but you know, it's an additional $19 million in expense. And I'm wondering... You know, legally, um, what is a contract for if it's not enforceable? Well, good point. Um, you know, I, I believe that uh, that the that the press release mentions that um, that the province has ordered uh, Northern Pulp to to produce a, a decommissioning plan uh, that would include the the removal of the the amount of sludge that they are that they are you know respond that the province deems them responsible for. Um, so it's unfortunate to see Northern Pulp not living up to that responsibility, not leaving, living up to that obligation. Um, I think it's, you know, ultimately it's, it's good for the province to, you know, to, to realize that they have to, that something has to be done, that, that you know, on-the-ground work has to commence um, by a certain time if they're going to meet their, their deadlines, uh, you know, in order to, to, to see the, you know, the cleanup of the whole boat harbor and, and being able to return that land to the Picto Landing First Nation. So, you know, so on the one hand, it's good for the province to take this initiative. Um, and, you know, and I guess it would remain to be seen whether the province can recoup that cost uh, from Northern Pulp. But, you know, ultimately, when we take a step back from the situation, it's, you know, it's yet another example of a large, you know, company that's ultimately owned by, by multinational interests, 
um, you know, leaving behind a legacy of, of, um, of environmental costs that, you know, that we, the taxpayers ultimately have to pick up. Um, I think if we had like a truly uh, functioning market, uh, market economy, you know, these costs that companies are transferring onto, onto uh, citizens, onto taxpayers, you know, would be properly borne uh, by the companies that are making profits <laughs> off of the land, off of the resources. Um, when they can make profits off the land and the resources uh, and then shift their environmental costs over to the public, it's just, it's not a, you know, it's, it's not a true um, reflection of what the actual costs of, of doing business are. Yeah, and we we haven't even touched on uh, gold mining and that cleanup and and all of all of those uh, exactly. environmental issues. I, I just am curious, as as someone uh, who asks question of people who are lawyers, when government puts in the news release, government is not accepting any legal liability associated with the additional work. What does that say to you? What does this mean legally? Well, they they recognize that um, uh, that you know that that Northern Pulp is ultimately responsible for you know, from a legal perspective, um, you know, responsible for any, you know, any, uh, you know, how can I describe this? Any, any sort of legal issues that might arise from the materials that were, that they're supposed to clean up. And so by the province agreeing to kind of do the work that Northern Pulp is supposed to be doing, um, they're saying, yeah, we'll, we'll do this, we'll pay for it. Um, but we're not going to, you know, if, if you were, if Northern Pulp were to be sued because of this, uh, something that's in this, this sludge um, that's affecting some, you know, neighboring landowner, for example, um, or if there was contravi- contraventions of some environmental act um, that, that the province is not assuming liability, those liabilities uh, in exchange for, you know, cleaning this up. I know it puts you in an awkward position because we're talking about hypothetical, but in, in legal language, um, you know, I can't sign away my rights under contract. And I don't know that government can absolutely say that they have no um, liability in this simply by saying so in a news release. That that would be kind of how I look at it. Yeah, well, certainly they're they're basically putting uh, putting that forward as, as their position. Um, so, you know, so ultimately... If, you know, if something arose from this, some legal matter arose from this that ultimately went to the courts, then it would be it would be up for the courts to, to decide how that how that would play out for sure. Yeah, I guess the last question. And uh, I know this is um, you know fairly preliminary. Uh, government is saying this is what we're going to do. And and I think as uh, Nova Scotians, we could say it makes sense. You know, why wait for this company that has not in its own actions shown that it's interested in, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's and doing what they're required to under the laws and the contracts they signed. But there's been this discussion from Northern Pulp that they keep signaling they want to return to business. They want to return to work uh, and get that mill up and running again. Um, Is that ever going to happen? Is that likely? Does this in any way in your mind uh, affect that possibility? Well, it's clear that they have a number of steps to complete uh, before they can engage in in getting the mill up and running. And um, I, I mean, the fact that they've missed this deadline, which was an extension of a of an earlier deadline uh, from last summer, um, it doesn't. It, it I don't think that it's giving a lot of confidence that they're that they're that serious. I mean, it, it just just on the basis on, on the face of it, uh, the fact that they're missing missing these deadlines and that the province has to step in and do what what they're supposed to be doing. Um, you know, towards the basically the decommissioning of one system and the creation of a new system, then, yeah, it's not giving me a lot of faith that they're um, uh, that they're uh, that they're that 
that they're able to uh, to move forward as they're you know say that they say that they're hoping to be. Well, I guess uh, we'll wait and see what steps they take and how government, whatever government that might be, whether it's uh, another liberal government or a changing government in the next years, because this isn't over yet, uh, not by a long shot. That's right. Uh, Jamie Simpson, uh, Juniper Law, thank you very much for engaging in this conversation again. Thank you. Thank you, Sheldon. Yeah, take care. And once again, Northern Pulp was ordered by the Minister of Environment and Climate Change to develop a decommissioning plan with details regarding the removal and disposal of all solid waste located within the open ditches, settling basins, and the aeration basins by no later than August 1st of 2020. That was for the plan. The company was provided an extension February 28th, 2021, but has not yet submitted a complete plan. I'm Sheldon McLeod for the Saltwire Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.